When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's snowing in Chicago now. If you were confused about why the Cubs and the Twins were playing a baseball game and it's snow on the ground, I got news for you. It wasn't a 12 to 9 baseball game. It wasn't a high scoring baseball game. It was a low scoring football game. The Bears versus the Minnesota Vikings. Bears won 12 to 9. This is the first division win in the Eberflus era, and the first time the Bears have beaten a division opponent in 733 days. Earlier this season, we broke a 344-day losing streak, and we've won two out of the last three. And here's the big one. Here's the big one. The Bears actually won a game this season in which they turned the ball over. And they turned the ball over twice. Q, yeah. it looks like Poles and Eberflus are cooking, man. It looks like they up to They're something. Like... They're going to need nicknames. Eberflus is, is the breaker of chains. Uh, the, the streak breaker. Something, I mean, the streaks are his fault, but he's still breaking them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't, don't be such a Debbie Downer. Let's not be negative Nancy. Yes, there are his streaks. Yes, he. it took him a while to beat an NFC North opponent. Yes, it took him a while to acquire a home game. It doesn't matter. You know, when you have kids, you learn to love. If you have multiple kids, you learn to love all your kids, um, regardless of how fast it takes them to go to the potty or walk. You don't, you don't judge it with your kids. Bears fans, let's have patience with uh, Ibra Fuse and, and, and Pose. They're working. They're building something. So they, they got some things going in the right direction as we go into the uh, last – part of this season. And so still alive for the playoffs. Question. Still ma- not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Not yet. I Don't like how that you brought that up. I like that you brought it up. So what you say to running it back next season? Pose and Eber Flusen gang. I uh maybe you didn't hear my question. <laughs> what you the awkward side is that they answered enough. No, we're not. All those aside, we're not running this back. Uh, we appreciate your efforts. It's like when you go get that, go for a job interview, and uh, they they tell you don't call us, we'll call you. Uh, great interview. Um, yeah. Okay, just shoo out the office. You know, just finish this thing strong. Uh, thank God there's no more national TV uh, games. You can't embarrass us anymore. Let's just go quietly into the dark, cold winter. Let's just go away. Kind of like kind of like the White Walkers went. You know, all that build up. <laughs> and one night they were just gone. That's what I'm hoping happens to the uh, Eberflus era and possibly Pose. He, he, I'm not, I'm not. I'm 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 not inclined to bring him back. Although he's he, he's done a couple of nice things, got us a little bit of draft capital, and there could be more. But um, I think we've seen enough from this era. Even even Eberflus. I do think Eberflus um is a very good 
I think he's a good defensive mind. Let me not say very good. He is a good defensive mind, though. He puts together good schemes. Uh, defensive players play for him. I do. I do like his game plan against the Vikings, and even even against the Lions. It was last four minutes is when it fell apart, but you could see uh, Eberflus' imprint on his defense. He wanted turnovers; they're getting credit due. He wanted turnovers; they're getting, and they're getting pressure. Yeah, Eberflus is going to be a dope defensive coordinator for some AFC team next season. Ah, yeah, yeah. He, he's put. He's got. He's got some things cooking. Yeah, as as we've been saying for the last what six six or seven weeks like the defense has become better oh, yeah. after they got yeah. rid of Allen Williams um so I mean if there's any credit to give Eberflus he knows what he's doing when he's in charge of a defense now when yeah. he's in charge of a whole production <laughs> his record um, is seven at 20 25 or something like that out of 27 was it 37 Justin Fields passing attempts or 27? I can't remember all things. He went 17 or 27 last night. Yeah. I, I think there was a graphic that said 12 of them were along, 13 of the passes were along the line of scrimmage. That is, that's got to be unheard of for, for a modern NFL team. He was 27 of 37. 27 of 37. And his Still long like, pass was a th- his longest pass was a thirty six yarder. I think was that, that the, was the, uh, the final last, final pass of the game. Moore. Yeah, really, really good pass, really good catch. Uh, showed Moxie. Give him credit for that, but that was some painful offensive football to watch. Both sides. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you ain't you ain't you ain't lying. Uh, both that was not if you like offense if you had like some uh unless you took the under uh, on the game if you like offense you have fantasy implications in that game that was a rough watch it was a rough three hours for you guys i don't well if you're in a ppr dj moore came through for you because he had 100 yards i think he had 10 or 11 catches not if you had Justin. Not if you had the Justin DJ stack. No, there was no <laughs> touchdowns. Oh, there was no touchdowns from Justin. So the passing yards weren't too bad. Two seventeen, I could live with that. The rushing yards were were good for a quarterback, but not getting into the end zone. Your quarterback that'll kill you in fantasy. No, not getting into the end zone. Only two hundred oh, seventeen yards passing. Oh, I forgot about the two fumbles. Two fumbles, three sacks. Yeah, that uh. That's about what a ten-point game, some along that lines. Uh, and, uh, depends on your league score. Them, them, them two fumbles could knock you anywhere from one to four points, depending on how your league scoring is. And if you're not, you don't, have, you don't put a six on the board. That's a lot of points. Some people only give point oh four for the for the uh, point four for the passing yards. So it, it 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 depends. That could have been could have been a rough uh rough one. Yeah, I'm just using – I'm doing quick math in my head, basic standard score. Uh, he lost two fumbles, put the ball on the ground twice, and lost both of them. Uh, he he rushed for 60 yards, well, just a little under 60 yards, got sacked three times, threw for 217. Uh, like you said, no no, um, no touchdowns either way. Yeah, that's, a, that's about a 10, 11-point game. Not Not that's impressive good. whatsoever. No. But since we already talking about Justin, let's keep it there. Same question last week. What does this performance mean right now and going forward? 
for me, this that you talk, you learn nothing from this game. You learn nothing. In fact, if you already were predisposed to moving on from Justin, I think this game adds more. Was not a positive game whatsoever, and a lot of it doesn't have anything to do with Justin. Um, the fum- the fourth quarter fumbles are inexcusable. Um, That's on him. Ball yeah, security. Yeah. And it's a it's been a running thing with him. It, him in the fourth quarter in turnovers, they have to stop. He it's been what a year and a half. Well, since he took over starting position, yeah. starting quarterback last season, I think. He's had about seven fourth quarter turnovers so far. Even in some of the really good performances, he's managed to give up. You look at the Lions game last year at home where he he showed out. He showed out running the ball. He had some nice passes. There was a, I believe there was a fourth quarter pick six or in third quarter. It was a pick six and it was a momentum shifter and it gave the Lions life. You know, we gave him a pass on that because he, performed so wonderfully, but he did, he did the thing against the Broncos. So it has happened in, in games where he's played well, and that is definitely concerning because one time, yeah, it happens. Two times, you start to take notice. Three times in such a young career, it's certainly a trend. Mm-hmm. And then he put the ball twice on the ground in the fourth quarter alone last night. Yeah, it's, uh, like you said, it's, it's definitely – a concerning trend and it's one of those things that people will like i said if you're predisposed to being ready to move on from justin this is this is a feather in your cap this is a feather in your argument um for those of us who are still on the wait and see it's like it's not no is is that is that again like you said it's there again um the inconsistencies the turnovers you asked what did i learn about this game going Forward for Justin. I, I, I consider myself, uh, I would say overall, I'm pro Justin. However, with so much time dwindling, and each game is very important for his future in Chicago, I can't say we learned anything. It was a okay performance. Uh, well, and you fumbled twice late in the game. You, you did some things, you flashed, but he, he's always flashed. And Justin is a great athlete with a tremendous arm. He's going to flash. So all in all, if I'm sitting here telling you on Tuesday that I didn't learn anything from yesterday's game, I think that's an answer. I, I think in this situation, no definitive answer is an answer. So if uh, being logical, if I'm, a, um, if I'm a GM at this point, I have to say this is you've seen enough to move on. He, if if you're not winning the job then you lost it as far as I can say. Yeah, if you're definitely not, if you're not, the old adage goes, if you're not, uh, <laughs> I, I had the adage right there, I forgot it. If you're not uh, getting better, you're getting worse, right? So if you're not winning the job, as you said, you're losing it. Yeah, there, there's, no, there's no in between. They don't have time. You, the Panthers keep losing. You're going to be in position to draft Whichever quarterback uh, next April is, is, is the premier guy, you're gonna. You, I, I, I don't see. I, the Panthers made a, uh, a move where they fired uh, Frank Wright. Now sometimes that gives team a little bit of life. Uh, you saw when the Raiders got rid of Gruden, uh, Pierce took over, 
And, you know, they, they won that week, and I think they won the following week. But uh, the Panthers got one win. So, and they're 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 one in ten. There's six games left. I can't imagine a spark being made to get them out of the top three. I know the Cardinals and the Patriots. They're they're coming. To quote, to quote Dion, <laughs> the Patriots and the Cardinals. They're coming. But uh, at this point, the Patriots and Cardinals get one win. They've probably priced themselves out of the Panthers range. At this point, the Panthers probably are, are looking at even if if they play well with what they have, two wins would be a lot for them. That would be significant. And they're in a bad division. So, I mean, uh, unfortunately for pro Justin Fields fans, it's not it's not looking good. For the simple fact that the Bears are going to have access to a better quarterback class than, well, pre-draft what we felt was a better quarterback class than 2023. And they'll be able to Probably the, the the best quarterback prospect. I said that Justin Fields has turned the ball over in the fourth quarter seven times since he took over as quarterback last season. Uh, I just looked it up. Um, Justin Fields has turned the ball over seven times in the fourth quarter this season. Wow. So we're not including rookie year or the second year. No. This is – he had one in the, one in the game – one in the game against the Packers, he threw a uh, threw an interception. That was that was a pick six. Yeah, yeah play pick play six play. for Boy Walker. Yep. He had two in the game against Denver, um, a game that we should have won. He had another one against. Yeah, obviously he had the two in this this past game against the Vikings. And the pick six against the, the Buccaneers. Let's yep. not forget them. Pick six. So that's five. And then you had the yeah, the six. The six makes the one in, in from Detroit. And um, then he threw one in the game against Denver and also had the fourth quarter fumble yep. against Denver. Uh, did he have one against Washington? Maybe maybe I'm blanking on one. No, no, nothing against Washington. Yeah, that's seven, man. Two against two against Minnesota, one against Detroit. Uh, two in Denver, um, one in Tampa Bay, and another one in Green Bay. That's yeah, inexcusable. And I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding a hope that he's going to still do what you what you said he has to do. He's going to get, he's going to have two or three more performances like he had against Denver and Washington, and save it, save his time in in Chicago. Mm. I think the best. I think the best course of action. I think the the best the course of action that has the least path of resistance is to bring him back and make him prove, make him win the job in camp against the the quarterback that we draft and and early early in the uh, draft next next April. But you know, if he continues doing this, <laughs> he's just going to be out making us making us uh yeah. He's he making my hair grow gray, making us sweat sweat these games out because he's giving the ball away late late in the game. Got to have. There's no reason security. that you've got to be aware of the time, the distance, and game situation. You cannot allow yourself to fumble in a tight game like that, Justin. If you take off, you, you got to get down, or you got to have the ball. You got to have the ball. Four four points of contact, what they taught you in, in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he ain't a running back. 
but that's not an excuse. If you if you're gonna no. fight for extra yards, which you should not be doing as a quarterback, you uh, no, they start not. they contact you, go down. Um, if you're gonna fight for yards, you gotta you know you gotta you know cover that ball, two hands. And that second one, well, not the second one, the first one that he just you know they just ripped it from. The second one he got he got his bell wrong and he dropped it. <laughs> Again, Justin, as a quarterback, you, you got to be better. You got to tuck your balls, okay? You run, you tuck your balls. That's what my high school coaches tell me. Tuck your balls. Tell us all, tuck our balls. Another uh, uncomfortable silence. <laughs> you know, I, I had something to to follow up with that, but I'm not I'm not willing to get canceled so early in my podcast career. So I was going to give a comparison on how to tuck your balls, but I don't want anybody coming after me, and I don't want to get canceled. So I, I I'll just stop right there. Just touch tuck your balls, um, boys and girls. Tuck your balls when you're running. Yeah, Don't let just, them bounce freely. They're important. Don't let anybody grab them or poke them up. Get them out of there. Because you know? <laughs> a Viking um, will jump on your balls. If if they're loose and they're not tough, tough a Viking defender will jump on your balls. <laughs> I don't know if Alex okay, can move on. Let's, let's just move on before we, get, before we get in trouble. Let's move on. Time to move on. Let's <laughs> just... You got to know when to hold them, when to fold them. Got to know when to hold them. Hold them, Justin. Oh, hold on. Hold on, Justin. Please, what up, for our <laughs> sake. Don't. <laughs> you're getting us in trouble, Justin. Um, <laughs> so you, you <laughs> um, the defense. We don't talk about the defense enough on this show. But they played great last night. They were swarming they to the ball. Uh Sweat looked like a game breaker, and you talked about uh, Javon Dexter. He looks—he's every game he looks better and better and better. I yeah. think, I think Gordon has a chance of being good, man. Like legit. Kyler Gordon, I've been singing Gordon's praises for a while. That is a good corner. Kyler Gordon is a good corner. He's a guy that can play in a slot. And one of one of the things I like about Kyler Gordon too is he'll stick his nose in there. He'll tackle. He doesn't miss tackles. He doesn't come down there and do the one-arm thing. We're not going to criticize anybody today because he's got a want or a win. But Gordon goes in there, and he handles business uh, against ball carries. He comes down under control. He can blitz as well, too. I, I like Kyler Gordon. He reminds me just a little bit, just a little bit of Mike Brown, just a little bit. Smaller guy, compact guy, tackles. I'm, I'm not saying he's Mike Brown. You know, that's the Bears legend. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that burden on him. I'm just saying, Tyler. I, I, I like the way he tackles. I like the way he plays the game. I, would, I mean, we we'll let that uh, let the chips fall when they may. If he if he is more Brown Mike Brown esque or not, but if I know one thing, if he learns to keep his helmet on, you know, good things are happening for him. Yeah. Um, another guy, Jalen Johnson. He's really yeah. showing a nose for the ball over the last couple of weeks. Oh, um, you got to hold on to the pick sixes though. If got you to. want to get paid like the top corner. You can't miss those back to back. He would three of them. He would he, he would have he'd have scored more three. points in the last two games 
then the Bears would have scored in the last – then the offense would have scored in the last two games if he would have just head on to the ball. Um, he's costing himself some money in the free agent pool, which is, isn't a bad – it's not a bad thing if you're posed. You're like, you know what? I want to get them on the cheap. So, <laughs> <laughs> not knock another five or ten million off of that. <laughs> As you know, the, the stats matter when you come with those negotiations. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and then also uh, Pro Bowls. Jalen, uh, he has a good chance. He has a good shot at the Pro Bowl. Um, obviously, the Bears win loss record. We we've we we've been here before. We've seen guys that were deserving of a Pro Bowl not, not get there simply because the team wasn't good. I mean, Roquan mm-hmm. didn't make the Pro Bowl as a Bear. And I, I, the only thing I could think of was that, you know, he played on lesser profile teams um, than his contemporaries. I think Fred Warner got the nada over him a couple times. And I think Roquan is as good or better than Warner, but that is definitely going to uh, decide a factor. So Jalen is, you know, he's going up against the guy Bland from the Cowboys is having an amazing season. I'm pretty sure he's clinched his. That's yard. That that's that's already one corner the spot that's gone. He's a, he's yeah. a lock for Pro Bowl. He's a, he's a, he's a lock. There's there there's a couple good guys in Detroit. Um. Uh, the 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 I can't think of the Eagles guy. I know the Eagles secondary is giving up a lot, but he's a, he's a guy that's. Is it Slay? Slay is over there in, in Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, he's over there. In he's he's uh, another Slay, guy. Uh, uh, Brad, a Bradbury, guys. Bradbury, uh, Terrell Smith of the Falcons. I I know they're not a good team, but he's a guy who was a hot pick, and he oh Marshawn Lattimore, mm-hmm. and the other guy uh, on the other side of the Saints. I can't think of his name, but he's playing really good football. Young guy, he plays on the opposite of uh, Marshawn Lattimore. We saw, him, and he gave us hell. Uh, but yeah, there there's some names so. Jalen still has his work to cut out for that Pro Bowl, but getting a pick six, that'll definitely that'll definitely uh, uh, boost your name in, in that Pro Bowl vote. Yeah, because, I mean, he's got one. He got that one against uh, the Raiders. The Raiders. He got that one against yeah. the Raiders. He should have about five. He should have three more. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost him. It, it's definitely going to cost him in those negotiations. Yeah, Roquan, like you said, he didn't make a Pro Bowl until he got to Baltimore, which is crazy. Yeah, winning matters. Yeah. <laughs> winning yes. definitely matters. When it comes to those postseason boards, winning will help you get there. Yeah, unless you're just like, you know. Unless you're just dominant, yeah. Then, yeah then. If, you're, if you're dominant, then you'll, you'll get one. You'll get either get a Pro Bowl or like in Roquan, in Roquan's case, he didn't get the Pro Bowl. He got all, yeah, all yeah. Pro two. Yeah. He got all Pro second team nods. Until guys like he was just Miles and TJ Watt, them type of guys, they're they're going with it. Their team can win four or five games. Mm-hmm. You're not keeping them out of Hawaii, or I don't even know if they do Hawaii anymore. I don't know what they're doing with the Pro Bowl. They don't even play a game anymore, right? I think it. Yeah, I thought it said Disney World now or Disneyland or something. Disney. Okay, I, I, I saw the Pro Bowl festivities last year, and I didn't know what was going on. I think they were doing some type of. Weird seven on seven situational. Yeah, it's just, it, the Pro Bowl is more about just just being named to the team now. It's uh, they do they the entire Pro Bowl is like NBA All Star Saturday. It's just it's yeah. just festivities. It's yeah, just fun and games. Yeah, yeah, trick shot games and all that type of stuff. 
So you said the Bears are not mathematically eliminated, and correct, they are not. As of right now, the Bears are two games out of the last playoff spot, sitting at four and eight. Um, we do have the, most of the, two of the teams that's in front of us. We still got them on the schedule. We got Green Bay on the schedule. We still got Detroit on the schedule. Um, the Falcons. And the Falcons, they're ahead of us as well. But so you know, one the of those teams division. Win that division. Somebody got to win a division, right? Somebody got to win it. I know this so, sounds crazy, but I don't think Carolina's mathematically eliminated due to that division. Uh, no, they're not. They're only five games behind the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too early, too early for math being mathematically eliminated. The Bears have the head-to-head record tiebreaker over the over the uh, DC Commanders, so it's really really a case of we joked about it at the, the opening show, but the Bears put put together a run. It could look like Detroit did last year. And if they can get past Detroit out of the bye, you got the Falcons, the Cardinals, the Packers. Now the Browns are tough, but the Browns don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So if you can you can get Miles to, Garrett. Get Miles Garrett might be uh Miles Garrett might be uh he, he might be you know scaling back a little bit. Uh, he heard a pop in and showed. I didn't I didn't see what the MRI results results were, but you know, once you hear a pop, you're like, hey, you know what? It's a lost season. Let me let me chill for a second. He may he may not because he's a different type of dude. Definitely, he's trying to win defensive dude. player of the year. Um, but I mean, please, it's something please, to consider. Do not leave Braxton Jones or Larry Burrow one on one with Miles Garrett. Please do not <laughs> do Getty. Don't try any naked bootlegs to that side. Do not try to trick that man. Do not. Leave Cole Komet one on one with him and try to go to the other side. Don't play with Garrett Miles when we get there. We'll talk about that later, but please don't play with Garrett Miles. If if you play with Garrett Miles, I know you hate Justin Fields. That game would determine how much how much you despise Justin Fields by the level of protection you give them against Garrett Miles. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, a lot of the criticism coming from last night's game is not even aimed at Justin. It's aimed at the play calling from one Luke Getze. And, dog, we said in the preview, like, we expect them to be better. At least I expected them to be better. There's no way I expect them to come back out there and look clueless against what the Vikings are going to show. Um, and they did. They they knew they was going to send a lot. They was going to send a lot of pressure. So they, yeah. they had a lot of quick – they had a lot of quick plays in their uh, – on our play sheet. Now, the level of the, let me see, the level of competency from the plays that they showed us, it showed it, it showed me that Getty's is not ready for this stage. It showed sophomoric to me. That was the that was the word I came from. This sophomoric, um, and I think he got bailed out by Brian, Brian Flores. He got bailed out. Um, Brian Flores, yeah. he took this. He took his foot off the pedal in the in the fourth quarter. He let, he just surprising. let him. It's very the surprising. last drive. Um, as much as the Vikings blitz and as much as they blitz early on, he didn't send pressure Justin Fields' way. That was surprising. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing I can think of is maybe they didn't want Justin to get out that pocket 
and hurt him with a long run. That's the only thing I can think of. But, uh, I mean, with, with the way the Vikings defense has been playing and bringing pressure, I, I'm, I, I was astonished that they didn't send five or six adjustments and, and say, you need to find the open man. You need to identify the hot route. Beat us with your arm, Justin. Yeah. I mean, that's what it, that's what it was. They sat back there in the zone and they just everybody watched Justin. Uh, let's 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 see if he can let's see if he can diagnose this and beat us with his arm. And Justin's credit, he did. He did. Even though he tried to lose it a couple of plays before then, he just sat in the pocket too long and he let four guys get to him. And he, you know, it, it was close. It was close. <laughs> but back to Getsy. Um these play these play calls, like I get it. I get what you're trying to do. But bro, there's this this was the the lack of innovation that we've been talking about with Getsy. Like, there's no way you're a professional offensive coordinator with this. Yeah, it's 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 maddeningly frustrating. And then it just doesn't seem like Getsy believes in his players or wants to work with his players. We've heard DJ Moore frustrated, or we heard mm. opposing players say, hey, they're not using you right. Uh, we've heard Justin Fields say he's almost out there like a robot. On the other side of the ball, when Eberflus took over, you've heard a lot of positive feedback from players. Quan Brisker said, I like playing for him. He comes up with great schemes, and he listens. Um, I can't, don't quote me on the other player, but they said, you know, he he, he really works with us. He really listens, plays at our strengths. We have not heard anybody say that for, for, for Getsy. Um, and at the end of the day, you do have your coaching philosophies and your schemes, and not to steal from Matt Nagy, to a degree, you have to be you. I do believe that to a degree you have to be you, but you also got to realize you're working with 11 different guys on that starting field. And they're not going to all fit into your scheme like square pegs. So you have to be able to adjust. Guess he's not showing us that he can adjust or utilize guys to the best of their abilities. No, and that's and the first person that should be removed from his uh, title. The first person who should have to give up their key card and, and everything else at the end of the season should be our offensive coordinator. He has failed in his position. He's failed at his job. I, I can I I got positives for Eberflus. I got positives for. Let me stop right there. I have positives for Eberflus. <laughs> 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 you were about to say something. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, I, I was about to. I, I had to stop thinking. Like, who else is? Who else is coaching? You, you, they didn't fire know, so many coaches. When you don't get a lot of wins, you tend to have a lot of Kool Aid. What, what did Bruce? What did, what did Brisker say? We were <laughs> sipping our juice too much. You you got a hold of that Jaquan Brisker juice, and you had to realize we're still four and eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got. I have nothing positive to say about Getsy. I have we thought he was going to be a wonder kid coming into this season. He's going to, you know, take it a take it a step further with Justin, but Justin we has not him, with, would we be able to retain him? Now we don't. Now we don't want to retain him. No. And, the, and the frustrating thing about the Bears organization is I can understand not firing Eberflus midseason. You don't have an experienced guy to take over for the team on the staff, which is uh, 
a, a, a bad mark on, on the organization, the fact that you don't have a competent guy waiting in the wings, uh, uh, Antonio Pierce, you don't have one of those guys in-house. Um, they fired everybody. They, they, they fired it because they were inappropriate. But the thing that matters to me is offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators are let go for poor performance mid-season all over the NFL. The Steelers are, I believe, 7-4, and four, and they got rid of Matt Canada. Mm-hmm. What what is what 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 is Eber still here for? There's got to be somebody who can call screens. Well, you, you, know, <laughs> you know exactly why. Because if if we fire Eberflus, we got to promote Getsy. And I swear to God, I, no, no, I, no, I am done this. watching. Well, Getsy still here? I'm sorry. Why is Getsy oh, still Getsy. here? Yeah, Getsy can go. <laughs> somebody else. Somebody else can call. Good. No. No. Aberflus can finish out the season. I don't see the, the, the big Russian firing him. Black Monday's coming. You're not going to lose out on any candidates. It's not like the, the Panthers are going to get the, the, the best candidate midseason. So let Aberflus. Yeah. But, but, but Getty, why are you here? All you can do is more damage to the team. Can the, can the, can the offense get any, any lower morale? You know what? You know what? Since uh, Dante Foreman is the running backs coach, let that badge be the quarterback's coach and uh, offensive coordinator. Well, yeah, everybody can learn things from him. So, uh, yeah. if Badgett possesses so much knowledge, let him call the plays. Get that old hey, Justin Poe, playbook. Yes, said hey, Chris Collinsworth and Getsy and the rest of them said, "Hey, Justin can learn a thing or two from old people." Hey, let's let's put let's put that in practice. Let's let's see. Let's go ahead. And let's end. Let's end two birds with one stone right now. Why you bring up Tyson Bajans? What would be the narrative if Justin Fields didn't make this start? But Tyson Bajans made this start. Um, and everything that happened on the field was Tyson Bajans. What would what would they be saying right now? What would be said right now? It would probably be a lot more superlatives in the uh, in the positive. Yeah, he did what you had to do to win. Gutsy performance. He pulled. Gutsy he, performance. He, he showed the, the he he showed the ability to put put away a bad play and come back and win the game. Still, starting the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. He's a winner. He, winner man. I I don't I don't watch first first uh, not first take but I don't watch uh whatever whatever the name of that show is Skip is Skip is on now. I don't watch I don't that even. anymore. But I, this is when Tebow was on. When Tebow was uh was in, oh, you know, still a quarter was still a still a quarterback. This is the type of narrative that he made money off of. I'm surprised. I have heard Skip running out the Tyson uh the Tyson narrative. <laughs> He's missing out. He, didn't he let everybody tennis. else get to that take before him. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, if Tyson would have. Started this last game and had that exact performance type uh, Justin Fields had. He'd be getting all sort of praises. <laughs> I'm sick of it, man. I don't ever want to see Tyson start another game for the Bears ever again. Sports no disrespect to Tyson, but we have better quarterbacks. I don't even know if I want to see Tyson start in a preseason game because that means <laughs> that means he's our primary back for next year. I, li- I like Ty- Tyson. Cool story. I wouldn't mind him being a third-string guy who floats between the active roster and practice squad all year like Nathan Peterman. Um, but I, I, I want the quarterback room upgraded next year. If Justin, Even if Justin's here, go out and 
go out and draft a guy. I don't even if it's in the second round, go get somebody. Yeah. Go get somebody. Let Justin beat him out. If Justin still, if he proves to you he's the guy going forward, that's fine. I'm with it. Let, let, let's solve um, this quarterback thing. Let, let's let's solve it. Hell, draft the guy in the first round and the third round. Leave no stone unturned because we'll, we'll, we'll never achieve um, sustained success until we figure out this quarterback thing. Indeed. Um, the third round, man. Who? Who? I, I don't know any quarterback. I haven't heard of any quarterback names that's floating around that third round. Everybody that's it's about seven quarterbacks you know in the first round. <laughs> you know, somebody will slip. You really had Will Will Levis going top ten in most mocks, mm-hmm. and he slipped to the second round. I remember a couple of years ago, Malik Willis yeah. uh, was floated late first round. He slipped to the third round. So somebody will slip. Yeah, Malik Willis might be uh he might be available. He, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm I don't know if Will Levis has done enough to secure his future, but because he's just a rookie, he'll be back. But the, the Titans, if one of those guys, six seven guys who have been floated around, if one of those guys slips where the Titans are, I'm I'm sure they wouldn't pass up a Jaden Daniels. You know, he's got all the tantalizing athletic ability. Um, yeah, I don't know how far. I don't know. Uh, it's just still so early. You know, Jaden Daniels, before it's all said and done, he could be a guy in the top three, you know, once they get the measurables in the bowl games and get to uh, talking to them. Gosh, just skyrocket. So I got a, uh, I got a question for the master to contemplate. Um, if you had to replace one and you can only replace one heading into 2024, you got to either get rid of the head coach or the quarterback, and you got to keep the other. What's your call? So if you get rid of Eberflus, Justin Fields stays. If you keep Justin Fields, Eberflus goes. So it's a one or the other. Either the head coach stays or the quarterback stays, but you can't get rid of them both. No clean house. Hmm. Uh, that's tough. So, again, I... I'm still I'm still up in the air with Justin. So, but Eberflus, I think I, I I think I know his ceiling. He's a great defensive. He's he's a good defensive guy. Um, he can't that be, that means he can't be the head coach. I, get rid of get rid of him. I am inclined to lean in that direction. However, what if Eberflus stays? And you got the next Ben Johnson coming up, and you got a hold of Caleb Williams. That's the only thing. So, uh, I mean, if you keep the head coach but get an offensive mind and draft a Caleb Williams, and Caleb and Caleb Williams turns out to be what people think he can be in terms of that guy that's the face of your franchise for 13 years, you'd be kicking yourself. So, <laughs> if I had to make the call right now, I would probably lean. With what you said, get rid of the coach, keep Justin. Man, you'd be kicking yourself if you can get a, 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 a young offensive coordinator, you know, next Sean McVay, and he gets a hold of Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels. That's the only thing. Those franchise-altering quarterbacks, those Joe Burrows, those Patrick Mahomes, 
man, they don't they seem to cut they seem to not be in every draft class. They yeah. seem to be once every other draft class, once every three draft classes. I don't know when the last time we've seen the the, the franchise altering quarterback come out. We do. We, we was do. it Burrow? Burrow? I don't it know. Was who definitely, it, was, it was definitely Burrow, but we what we we know in Chicago, the one particular one was very, very famous, and we are still kicking ourselves over missing on him. 2017. Oh, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, that's that's yeah. ugly. That's ugly. I, I don't think I would call Jalen Hurts came out in 2020. I don't think I would call him very good, but I don't know if I would call him franchise offense. I don't know if you take Jalen Hurts and put him in the Panthers or even here if he has that level of success without the Eagles infrastructure and cast. I, I agree because Jalen Hurst didn't take a, didn't take that super level to get into the top five or top right. three quarterback discussion until they gave him AJ AJ Brown. Um, AJ Brown. Let's not let's not forget about the offensive line. They they've done a hell of a job building offensive line. And then you've had Kelsey there for years. I don't know how this is possible, but Jason Kelsey seems how does Jason he's older than Travis, right? Uh no, I think Travis is older. Is Travis older? Jason certainly looks older. I know Jason. I think <laughs> Jason, I think, is 34, 35. Okay, well, that guy's been playing really good football for a long time. He was on the uh, first Eagles Super Bowl team, uh, the, the one that won. Um, seems like he's playing better than ever the last couple years. Jason's older. He's been in the league two years two years longer. He was, okay, Jason's he's older. 30, okay, gonna, 37. Uh, I was going to say we got to see way too much of him uh, during the last uh, national broadcast, I'm like that guy looks like Travis. But he looks he looks about eight years older. I guess that's life in the trenches. Yeah, when you're yeah. when you're bending over for a quarterback for a decade plus, you know it probably wears them. <laughs> pause, pause. I don't know. I've said um, a lot yeah, of things. It, I don't. They, I don't know if there's any necessary for me to say pause anymore. I just got to let it slide. You definitely have been doing that. Um, Speaking of Kelsey, yeah, uh, we could end right here. I, I'm, I'm again sick of it. This last game they were playing against the the Bills, he just had to make it about himself. He just had to keep getting them flags, and uh, yeah, they didn't say my they didn't say my name enough in this broadcast. So uh, let me go ahead and keep getting these flags. Um, make this game all about me. Make me the most important person. Like, oh my god, well, the Kelsey brothers setting up for a reality show post playing career. They they're setting up something. Something's going on because Jason Kelsey has been in the NFL for, for forever, and now all of a sudden, in the last couple of years, we've just—he's just become a household name. Nobody ever looks at the center for anything except for when he messes up. But now Jason is a household. They—they they, got to be setting up for. They're either going to make a run at the White House, and why not? Because <laughs> the, <laughs> having a career in politics is not a prerequisite for getting in there. Let, it, no. let anybody in there. I'm not. I'm just saying. You know, I'm not pinpointing anybody. I'm not. I'm not staunching for any political affiliation. I'm just saying anybody can get in there now. So I don't know if they're setting up for a career in politics or a reality show. You know, any, any, anybody can be famous these days, anybody. and any anybody can become a house. Even right? even when you got eyebrows like Jason Kelsey, anybody can be yeah. famous. 